We're back with our Shab of the Week. After a hiatus for a week, weather moved the game up, and I'm visiting with Paxton Land, our Shab of the Week. And Paxton, let me go back to that week, because it was kind of strange for everybody. Wednesday, you guys get the nod. What, I think you guys are lifting weights? And all of a sudden, Coach Salazar said, stop, stop, stop. We were in film with Coach Rogers, and then Coach Salazar came in during about the middle of our meeting and is like, hey, we're just giving you all a heads up. We're playing tomorrow. And so we were all obviously studying film and uh, felt good about their defense. And so Coach Rogers was like, I mean, I feel like y'all understand what we're doing this week, and we feel good about it. And so rolled through it. It was also different because we didn't get to go to the JV games and watch uh, how that played out. And so normally when we're able to do that, we can see like what the defense is going to do if they've made any any adjustments. If anything that they've done uh, on film was different than what they do in the actual game. It was definitely a little different, but, I mean, we were already. Everybody on our team was, I mean, locked in that entire week. And so obviously the results spoke for themselves. You didn't happen to notice that you didn't incomplete one pass, right? You, you do know that you went perfect. Yes, sir. The whole quarterback room went Whole perfect. quarterback room, yes, How sir. did that feel between you, Skinner, and, and Marson? You look at that and go, wow, did, did somebody think to call Coach Dodge? Because <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> yes, happened sir. before. We couldn't figure out if it had happened before or not, but, I mean, it's just trusting the receivers and just putting the ball where it's supposed to be for all of us. And, I mean, we were all super excited to do it as a collective unit, too. It, I think it meant a lot more that if one of us had done it, that all three of us got multiple pass attempts. And Marshall went two for two. Brett went five for five. I mean, it was super cool to just see that on the stat line. Speaking of cool moments, because you as a junior and a guy that got to start the season, obviously we'll get into taking some time off and then coming back. But that senior night experience for you as a junior, seeing a guy like Marshall who has put in the time, who has put in the effort, and obviously has the ability to to do some good things on a football field. Mm -hmm. But watching that dedication kind of culminate in that moment where he got that one-yard touchdown run, what was that like for you just experiencing it with him? Well, it's cool because you see guys like Jaden who have started since they were freshmen, and then you see guys like Marson who this is his first year on varsity, and I'm it's incredible because you can see all the hard work that everybody puts in. It's not just one person who's putting in a ton of work, but Marson's up here grinding every day, and uh, it's just really cool to see all those seniors get opportunities to make plays. Zach Rones, I think, had two receptions for almost like 40 yards, and so everybody on the sidelines going crazy for him. It's just a really cool experience to see everybody's work pay off on Friday nights and so that the fans can see it. Because we already know that all of them are putting in the work and they're what makes our team go. And so it's cool when everybody else gets to see that and they get recognized for it. What's the hardest thing about being a quarterback at Wesley? I think that our offense is pretty complicated. Everybody else makes it pretty easy for you. Because, I mean, the talent that we have on the offensive line, the receivers, just, I mean, our defense, I think, is giving up 9.8 points a game or something crazy like that. There's not too much pressure on us because we can just rely on the guys around us. I think it also helps that you're a first-year quarterback. And we talked about, you know, obviously the battle that, that you and, and Brett were in in fall camp. What I liked about y'all's attitude during that entire time is that y'all remained pretty tight in the room. Y'all understood that each of you did things differently. But I go back to a play in, in fall camp during the inter-squad scrimmage. And oddly enough, I brought it up again. But one of the first times we saw you touch a football in fall camp as a Westlake quarterback, you took it to the house on the run. Yes, sir. And it came up during the Dripping Springs game where I said, you know, there was a time where Paxton Land, at some point, he's going to pull the ball and run. And you just happened to do it at that time. Take us through that play. So that play, we'd kind of been hanging it off all game, and we made an adjustment, and he said if that guy who's supposed to honor you doesn't, you can pull it and take it. And linebacker came, crashed, went to the running back, and so I just pulled it, and there was nobody there. Kind of got lucky, but... (laughs) 
honestly, that was one of like the scariest moments of my life because I wasn't sure if there was somebody closing in on me from one of the sides. But uh, I mean, that feeling was it was super cool just because that's my first ever road start. Just feeling like kind of the crowd on our side go crazy and everybody coming up to me. I mean, it was it was a really cool experience because that was also my first uh, rushing touchdown on varsity. And so to have that in a big moment like that, it was pretty special. And I think also it does a lot for your confidence because we've watched over the past few weeks your confidence start starting to grow. You're starting to understand that there's a lot of things that you can do on a football field, kind of understanding where the ball's supposed to go. But I take you back to that moment that was so big for you, such an aha moment. It also came after you had dealt with some adversity. So you work as hard as you can work. You get the nod to be the starting quarterback day one, and then you go down, and you have to sit out for five weeks. But then you start to suit up. And I think that's when everybody started to know, okay, Paxton's going to get another opportunity. What did that teach you from working so hard to earn the job, getting the job, and then having to sit out for a little while? After that injury happened, I thought that I was going to be out for a lot longer than I was. It was really just kind of a gut check for me that football isn't everything. Uh, my identity is in Christ, and that is one of the major takeaways that I've uh, came up with for this because that injury is – I feel like I'm in a great spot with my faith right now, and I feel like that injury is the – true foundation of that because when I got injured I had to take a step back and be like football can be taken away from me at any moment there was one play at the very end of the game where football was done for me for a little bit and so I can either place my identity in football and something that can be taken away or I can place it in Christ and I know that that's never going to be taken away and that's something that I can use to give myself even security I mean it was something that really gave me a lot of comfort And I think also when you talk about faith, and it really doesn't matter what you put your faith into, it's that, hey, there's something bigger than me. And I think that's the perspective that a lot of people lose. And people ask me all the time, Paxton, what's the difference between a Westlake football player come playoff time or in a big game? And I said it's the security and the fact that they know that they're going to go on and do other things. Mm -hmm. It's the security and the fact that they have done their homework and the neck up, they know what's going on. Might not be the biggest, might not be the strongest, might not be the fastest, but definitely the most secure in what they're doing in the moment, their comfort level with if it doesn't go their way. There's a lot of power in that because not a lot of high school kids have that perspective, Paxton. It's a unique situation to have, and to hear that faith and to hear that comfort, how that powers you through, kind of makes coming back almost secondary, but mm-hmm. it still makes it a pretty good feeling to get this back thing. on the field. Take us through getting back on the field against Anderson. Surprisingly, like I didn't feel like a ton of nerves. Um, I felt like I was ready. I mean, the, our coaches do such a great job of preparing us. I mean, we know exactly what the defense is going to do. The adjustments that they make in-game helps us. It's nothing like I've ever seen in a high school program. Coming back on the field, I mean, it was I was just so excited to be out there with everybody. Just being back out there with all of my buddies and just being able to go out there and just command the offense and just knowing that I had all the guys around me, even if I wasn't back to exactly where I was before, I was going to have Jaden out there to pick me up, Keaton out there to pick me up. Our offensive line was going to protect, and it just felt amazing to be back out there with all the guys. We take a look at the last two quarterbacks that have won state championships. Obviously, Kirkland Michaud, mm-hmm. Cade Klubnick. You, you throw in this from a starting quarterback standpoint. What have you learned about playing Westlake football, watching tape of Kirkland and, and watching tape of Cade? Because you're kind of right in the middle. You know, as big and as tall as Kirkland was, you're equally as big and equally as tall. But, again, Kirkland probably doesn't have the same speed that you do, and that's kind of part of Cade's game. But mm-hmm. what, what have you learned from kind of sitting around and watching those two guys? Last year was amazing because I got to sit under Cade and Christian uh, the entire year, and the coaches have talked a ton about how no state championship is ever going to be won with just one quarterback, and so it's a two-quarterback deal. It's me and Brett. Obviously that happened when I got injured and Brett came in, won four games, beat Lake Travis. 
just seeing how Kate and Christian even handled that relationship was incredibly impactful for me, and it set a great example of how me and Brett can interact with each other because me and Brett are great friends. Uh, it really helps from the mental standpoint, and also just watching how Cade prepares for the games. Like the amount of film, he would be up here seventh and eighth period every single day watching film with Coach Dodge. So I've kind of tried to take that into my own approach and just watching kind of as much film as possible just so that I can know exactly what the defense is doing. And then from the physical standpoint of it, I mean, obviously I'm not near as fast as Cade. I mean, Christian was state for 300 hurdles. That's honestly kind of part of the reason why I picked seven is because I felt like I looked a lot like Kirkland and kind of played a lot like him. But just really, it's more of like the mental thing, like just being able to watch Kate and Christian last year, just seeing how they went about their day and treated other people. And um, where I'm actually in a Young Life group that they started and they invited me into that. And so just the camaraderie that our like quarterback room has even gained from that, we owe it a lot to Kate and Christian and the way that they handled things last year. I think that's unique because, again, it's almost mirror images. You know, starting quarterback gets hurt, backup quarterback comes in. And that, that tandem and that relationship is so pivotal. And then you have a different vibe in the quarterback room because it's a different quarterback room without Coach Dodge. When we think of the quarterback room at Westlake, and I you know, mentioned guys like Kirkland Michaud, mentioned guys like Sam Ellinger, mentioned guys like Cade Klubnick, and you're thinking, well, that quarterback room was with Coach Dodge. Mm-hmm. And I know that you shared that room last year with Coach Dodge, and this year you share that room with Coach Rogers. Those two guys are kind of attached to the hip this entire time, but what's the main difference? Coach Rogers has been incredible this year. I've loved being a part of uh, the room with him, and I mean, he's just an amazing human being first, and he's also an amazing coach. I mean, he played in the NFL. He just has such a great understanding of the game, and so I mean, it's definitely different than with Coach Dodge. It's just different personalities, different ways of going about things, but he knows the offense better than anybody. He obviously, the success speaks for itself, and I mean, Coach Rogers has just, he's, he's really been incredible this year, and I've been super blessed to be able to play under him. People ask me all the time, well, where's the success? Where does it lie? And I said it relies on the relationship with this coaching staff, mm-hmm. the consistency of this coaching staff. And and I would call everybody that gets to be a part of this thing lucky because they've been a part of the same system and the same people guiding that system. And there's a lot of trust there. Can you can you talk about just how, how beneficial that trust is? I think that one of the coolest things about our program as a whole is that the coaches are – we all know that the coaches love and care for us more than anything in the world. They want us to do the best that we can, and so they're going to try to do everything in their power to set us up for success. When we know that everything that they're doing is out of love, it really encourages us to put more effort into it. Whenever they call a play for us, they know that we can execute it, and that just takes a lot of pressure off of our shoulders. So you get a front row seat to a lot of things that most of us see from the sidelines, the stands, the press box. How much of a freak of nature is Jack Kaiser? Can you describe some of the things he's able to do? So I've played football with Kaiser since fifth grade, Pop Warner, and he has been the best athlete on every single team that I've played on. And every single level that we go up, everybody's like, he can't do that at the next level. And then he does it at the next level. I think last year he started out on JV for two games. I want to say he ran for about 400 yards and like six touchdowns. And so they moved him up and he's been doing the same thing. So, I mean, it's incredible to watch him work because I'll see him run down the sideline and I'll be like all right I guess he's about to get tackled and then he takes it for another 30 yards and I'm like oh my gosh just an amazing athlete like him just work and just do what he does and it's incredible to watch I look at senior leadership in a way with this ball club and I look at it as a unique situation because yes you have seniors that have won a lot of football games but what's happened up front replacing three offensive linemen trying to find guys that mix and match you know here and there guys that are getting playing time that they didn't expect to get playing time uh guys moving in like Paxton Briggle and becoming 
good football players and getting mm-hmm. better every single week. Guys that are thrust into duty, guys like a, like a captain moving from one position to another. There's a lot of things happening on the offensive line that, that really deserve credit. But since you work with those guys, you know, day in and day out, what's been that process like of rebuilding, retooling, and, and getting better as a unit? I mean, I think that Coach Murdoch has done just an incredible job of moving people into places where they fit better and just teaching people on the fly because I think that Jared, his first varsity action was middle of the game against Dripping Springs and the district championship, basically. And so for him to be able to step in and do that, I think, speaks to the leadership that we have on the team with Coach Murdoch just teaching him because that was his first week full up on varsity because we had had some injuries up to that point. And then seeing Paxton Briggle come back from two torn ACLs, I mean, it's incredible, super inspiring. Kyle Natt instead, our captain, I mean, his leadership on the offensive line has been really special to watch because he, I felt like he was one of our leaders last year, even though he didn't start uh, for the majority of the season. He's one of my great friends, and he's just done such a great job of leading the offensive line and then also like Tyler Knapp stepping up as a junior into more of a leadership role than he was last year because he was one of those guys with returning varsity experience and now he's one of the two remaining starters and also seeing how uh, even the hurt offensive linemen have really been uh, mentors. Riley Kennedy's uh, getting back into the program after he had his surgery and all that. It's incredible the group that we have there and just the camaraderie that they even share with each other. To me, being a Westlake football player and more to the point, a Westlake quarterback is more about understanding the expectations that come with the position because it's not for everybody. At this place, expectations are pretty high. I'm always interested in a first-year quarterback and a guy that hasn't had a whole lot of playing time, how you handle those expectations. And you talked about the relationship that Cade and Christian had and you talk about, obviously, your experience over time, it doesn't sound like you've put a whole lot of pressure on yourself. It sounds like you truly understand it from a, you know, you zoom out 30,000 feet and say, you know, I don't have to be the the all-world quarterback for us to go out and win games because we're a complete football team, or at least we're working to that goal to where it's not just one or two people winning games for us. It's it's all a hundred of us. Mm-hmm. I think that's a unique perspective to have as a, as a 16, 17-year-old quarterback. It's incredible because I can rely on all my teammates. I mean, we have probably the best receivers in the country. Our offensive line has really stepped up in the last couple of weeks and just gelled as a unit. And then, I mean, obviously I've got our defense to rely on, which is incredible defense. Coach Salazar and Coach Jones have just done an amazing job. It's what I talked about earlier with my faith is that if football doesn't work out and if something goes wrong, it's not the end of the world for me. And I have a bigger purpose and there's going to be stuff down the road and everything's going to work together so that no matter what happens to me right now, it'll all work out in my best interest in the future. What's changed in your game from Dripping Springs to now? I would probably say I feel more comfortable like scrambling out of the pocket. I think that in that game, I was probably a little bit too fast to scramble out of the pocket, got spooked a couple of times, but just realizing that I can get out and evade defenders kind of gives me a little bit more confidence sitting back in the pocket because I know that if something goes bad, I can always escape out of it. But also I think that it's taught me to to stay in the pocket more and take some hits and I don't have to scramble out of everything if I feel a little bit of pressure and so just standing in the pocket taking a hit every once in a while it's not gonna be the end of the world final thought with Paxton Land our shop of the week big easy steady Eddie guys that don't get too high don't get too low these are in my world high praise when you have uh, a group of coaches that kind of refer to you in the same way and even talking to coach Salazar prior to our meeting he said you know he hadn't had a whole lot of body of work but in that body of work you can still see him getting better and better and better and I think that not being a finished product is something that I think you you kind of 
don't understand. Honestly, Paxton, I look at it with a 36 ACT score. I'm not sure what else you're supposed to perfect in life, but uh, that constant search to be better the next week, I feel like that is a big part of your game. Yes, sir. I think that that's the whole drive of the team. I mean, the coaches have just done a great job of instilling a culture that's never finished. We're never satisfied. And so until we reach the state championship, we're always going to have um, opportunities to get better. We're never going to be a perfect team. Nobody's ever going to play a perfect game, but we can do our best to try to do that. He's Paxton Land, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you so much.